0: Passion our purpose, profit our pain. I don't want my name to ever be in vain. A life full of substance is the only thing that will remain the same. Millennial Thoughts. Welcome back to Millennial Thoughts with your girl, Alicia. I have a special guest today. I will let her introduce herself. Her name is Nikki, and she has a business for corporate melanin millennials. So welcome, I'm so glad that you're able to join us. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, you gave a really good overview of who I am. Again, I'm Nikki. I am a career coach, a business analyst in the IT realm, and a college professor. And it is great to be here with your audience today. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. So if you could just like tell us like a little bit about what you do, even if it's like... Um, The job, you know, like you have your own business, Andrew working. Andrew's a teacher, you're like uh, holding all these hats. Like, how do you balance everything that you're doing? So I am, I'm going to start with the first part of your question. So as a career coach, I specifically work with millennials of color to help them get out of that thought process of I have to have a job to pay bills and get into that thought process of I need to find a job that I'm passionate about. And it also pays the bills and make that looking for something you're passionate about at the forefront. So I help people find their passions because I've talked to so many people who are like, I just don't know what I'm passionate about um, until we start breaking it down. Now, um, as a business analyst, I focus on kind of transitioning the insurance industry, at least our specific insurance company, into the next future of what they're doing. Um, and then for your third question, how do I balance it all? I'm going to be completely honest. I am a horrible balancer of things. So I work today. I have client stuff all night. And tomorrow at 7, I have to be up for training um, for an organization called Toastmasters um, just for Monday to close on my house and still get no sleep. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> busy weekend. Hopefully uh, you can get, I guess, like a nap in or two in between those things. But um, yeah, that was really great. So being a career coach, um, that is something that we see like on campuses. And I really like use that uh, to my advantage. Um, I just graduated with a master's degree. So I use that to my advantage, like my like second year of it. But I like to share like um, millennials, like some are in college, some are going back to college, but like utilizing like career coaches on college campuses as well. And I know you said that you also are a professor. Don't you teach um, public speaking? Yes, so I teach um, public I speaking, professional communications, and then intro to English. Okay, yeah. And so just, like, I guess, speak on, like, the importance of, like, career coaches and seeing, like, how to utilize it. And I guess, like, why people... As millennials, we should use career coaches. Yeah, so I'm a huge advocate of using the career coaches that are on your college campuses. I can tell you the amount of times I went and sat in our career success center, but most of that is surrounding the fact that they know who's hiring and where. They know the area. Mm -hmm. They know what they're looking for because they've worked with so many people and they know their alumni. So they know who they can tell you to reach out to for a job at whatever the major local company is. And then as far as once you've graduated, getting a career coach helps you to understand what's going on in your career. Many of the original resume tactics are extremely outdated. And I focus a lot with women and teaching them that it's okay to take up space. So meaning it's okay to... uh, Reach out first and figure out what it is that you want to do. It's okay to reach out to that recruiter. It's okay to go and speak to a vice president without asking your manager if it's okay first. Mm, Yeah, that's really good. Because sometimes, like with your resume, I feel like it's kind of hard because it's like you want to show all this stuff. Then they like, well, don't show this, show this. But it's like, well, I'm trying to show that I'm qualified. And it's always like a back and forth. And then everything is like is electronic now. People don't want to look at things. So I just feel like it's really like hard. And and so it it can be hard, but it's not. So that's the thing. Many people assume that their resume is supposed to be a reiteration of their job duties. Your resume is supposed to show your accomplishments, not what you do on a daily day, day-to-day basis. So what I tell everybody to do is when you do something at work, say you hit a money goal or you've hit a 98% efficiency if you're in a production area, you need to start keeping track of those accomplishments. And then when it's time to write create your resume, you can update your accomplishments into those bullet points every couple of months. Oh, okay. I like that. Like, I like that. I think I heard that before. But okay, speaking from that question, or what you're saying, a question is like, so people who just graduated now people who don't, you know, they don't have all that experience. Like, how do you feel like they can still stand out in the market? When all they have is like, basically education. So, but most people who are in college, they 100% have done internships. They have either done an internship, they have either volunteered, or they're in community organizations. And so this is why it's so important when you're in undergrad to be involved on campus, because otherwise you graduate with a paper of nothing. But most people Mm -hmm. haven't. So that president's position you held or that secretary position you held goes on your resume if you haven't had any other job experience. Mm-hmm. Or if you have gone through an um, intern, so I tell every everybody every single time the importance of internships because you automatically graduate with a year or two of experience, and internships count as work experience, and many times you can supplement an internship for a class credit. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I think that was one thing well, like, um, when I was undergrad, I was like, if I, you know, if I could do it over, I think I would do more internships because I've only done two internships. And sometimes, like, it's not, you always can't do internships. So I kind of find it's kind of hard. You got to find the balance in between. Some programs require you to have internships and some don't. But it is, like, important for you to get out there yourself to be like, find this internship because I need this to build, you know, skills, knowledge, and your network. So that you know, people, you know. Yes, and it's and it's also yeah. that in this day and age, you are not committed to in person internships. Um, I don't know how well you remember the app Yik Yak. Mm-hmm. So I do remember that, I yeah. interned for yeah. Yik Yak, and it was completely virtual. They sent me everything I needed, and I promoted their products on campus. Um, And then I interned at our housing department who had never had an intern before. And that was by sending an email to the VP and saying, hey, I really want this experience in housing. There are a list of things that I know I could fix. I'm interested in being your intern. You don't have to wait until an internship opportunity is posted. You have to go out and get it. And it's the same with work opportunities. I've reached out to tons of recruiters, um, cold emailing and got interviews off the bat because people like to see initiatives. And that's what a lot mm-hmm. of people are afraid to show. They're afraid to show that initiative because they're afraid to get a no. Mm-hmm. That's good. So taking initiative, and wondering, do you have any like um, tips for someone who is trying to do that? Like they want to tie, like take that next step to being able to like, I want to get this job. I want to be able to see if they can create a position for me. Do you have any like, tips or anything or an idea to for the people so they maybe can think about it or like you just like go after and get it (laughs) yeah so initially I'll tell everybody to start with LinkedIn um so LinkedIn is a social media network for networking for career searching for lead generation if you're a business owner and using LinkedIn the right way to reach out to people because you can connect with the recruiters You can connect with the managers at the company you're interested in. So my very first job, I found the um, college recruiter on LinkedIn, and I sent her a message. Um, Because she didn't respond, I then asked somebody who I knew worked there. I was like, hey, how are your emails set up? And they told me how the emails were set up, and I sent her an email. And I was like, hey, my name is Nikki Bass, and I have X, Y, and Z experience. I have admired the company because of this one, two, and three reasons and I know that I'd be mm-hmm. perfect for a role within the team. Is there a time that we can talk? Within 24 hours, she called me. 24 um, 24 hours later, she 24 hours later, she responded and then within 24 hours, we had set up a call. It's as simple as sending out LinkedIn. If you're going to do LinkedIn, it's important to have your LinkedIn completed. So it's And when I say completed, I mean, your header shouldn't be your job description. It should be what it is that you do. It should be what it is that you're good at. So I like to use the example versus my LinkedIn header saying business analyst at X company. It says results driven career coach, data focused business analyst and communications professor. It shows the things you're good at. And then, what a lot of people also fail to realize is LinkedIn is not your resume. LinkedIn should not be in third person; it should be in first person, because you're you're talking about yourself. Your resume isn't talking about you. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. And do you give um any do you give any LinkedIn like well not, it's not tutorials, but um like updates or like do you help people with their LinkedIn and stuff like that yes so I when so (laughs) I do do LinkedIn overhauls um which is me completely Mm -hmm. redoing your LinkedIn from scratch um as well as revisions which are making minor changes based on the information that you already have and then I'm currently in the process of creating a LinkedIn course um simply because it's in how it's been consistently asked about that's what I was trying to get to courses. Yes. So I was like, I don't know the word, but yes. Cause I definitely think that's important. I've only heard LinkedIn. Like I've heard it before, but now it's getting more popular. I know my LinkedIn is not up to date and I tried to do it, but I'm just like, You got to worry about resumes, cover letters, LinkedIn, applying for jobs, on the things. And it's just like so much. So it's like it can be overwhelming. And as millennials, like I know we're just like, well, we don't even really want to look for jobs. We want to create our own things and stuff like that. So I'm just speaking to importance of that. How are you able to like come up with corporate melanin millennial and like be able to like start your own business and stuff like that? Like how? What do you want it to see it go? Yeah, so I know it's a mouthful, but what I did was I wrote on a board everything that I wanted to accomplish or what I wanted it to stand for. And I did this over and over and over again. I wrote down who the target audience was, what it was going to be about. And ultimately, that came up with, I circled the three words that stuck with me the most. Oh, okay. When you were, like, riding it on the uh-huh. and stuff like I that. Stuck, I stuck with oh. the ones that stuck with me the most. And I started by only taking a few clients uh, at a time because I've always done resumes for people. And I oh. only took a few clients at a time with a very low rate. And eventually I realized, okay, people are getting jobs. I need to continue to do this. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of that's where it was born. And I absolutely love it because I love helping people. But at the same token, I love my day job too. I plan to continue to do both just because I think that it's important for businesses can't run without employees. And if Mm -hmm. you're working somewhere you're passionate about, you won't be as antsy. Mm I see what you're saying. So as in like, you want to do the work, you like it, so you're just, like, going with it, you're not So, if you love, <laughs> if you love your day job and you're passionate about it you won't be as antsy to have to leave, and mm-hmm. I think starting your own business is great but I also think working somewhere that you enjoy is also great Mm-hmm and so you don't really see the need of, like going to, like, full entrepreneurship, like, you like the balance and, like, what you're doing right now, so it really doesn't affect you or anything like yes, that yes I love being able to balance it all okay and so also is that when you say that you teach are you an adjunct professor within your job or is that like something completely different so I'm not within the same company so I'm an adjunct professor for a completely different company um and I absolutely love it it's a little strange because I'm since I've been doing this three years and I have not yet to not be the youngest person in my room um, every one of my students, all three years that I've been doing this have been older than me. Oh my goodness. Um, because oh. I teach at a university that primarily focuses on veterans. Oh, and at okay. the end of every year, I'll have at least three or four people saying, I was really concerned at the beginning because you were so young, but I really learned a lot. Right. So, and so then, um you just teach is it like one or two it's like one or two courses right an yeah. adjunct professor? so I teach one class a quarter and there's four quarters at the university that I teach at and I've alternated between being in class and online okay then so um well yeah that's great so that's like a lot of things um bounce into to it, so that you're like still working on and different things like that what do you see I guess like corporate melanin millennial and like Five or ten years from now. So, I say that I don't plan on leaving corporate America. But if I have kids um, within five years, I definitely plan to be doing it full time so that I can be home. It's a it's a company that I can work from the comfort of my home. Um, all of my clients are virtual. I actually have no local clients whatsoever. And so, five to ten years, I completely see me having full client roster um, courses and kind of doing the things that I love on a day-to-day basis. I talk to my, my coach, I have a, um, business coach and I talk to them about the same thing. Um, what do I want to do and why I want to do it and being able to have that freedom of, okay, I don't feel good today. I'm just not going to work today. It hits a little different if it's just me doing it myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, then you having to, like, tell somebody else, oh, I'm going to stay home. hmm I see what you're saying. I yeah. think That's um, amazing. So as, uh, well, this podcast is, like, for Millennial Thoughts. So is there any advice you would give anybody, any, like, inspiration or something like that for someone who is trying to start their own thing? Are they starting and they might need some motivation? Yeah, so the advice that I would give people who want to do their own thing, or who is kind of lost in the soft, so to speak, is to stop focusing on what other people are trying to get from you. Stop focusing on what other people are asking of you. Stop focusing on what your friends are doing, your family members are doing, and do something that you are excited about. Do something that makes your blood boil. And you'll find that it's easier to start something if you love doing it. So focus on the things you want for yourself And then you'll find how to start your own business or how to find that career that'll make you happy. Um, Because so many people are like, I don't know, I like doing things, but there's nothing really I'm passionate about. But as you talk to them, you will see that they do. I had a client just a couple of days ago who had no idea what she was passionate about. And the longer and longer we talked, she was like, I really just wanna help people. I want to actively make a difference in my community. And it was, oh, there you go. That's what you're passionate about. Mm. Yes, yeah, that's good. That's really good. And so as a career coach and things like that, I just want you to, like, you know, I guess plug yourself, tell them where they can find you at and different things like that, services that you offer. So if they're interested in, you know, meeting a career coach, they can meet you. Absolutely. So <laughs> I do resume changes, um, LinkedIn updates. I do one-on-one sessions. Um, as a monthly and as package deals and I also do public speaking coaching and all of that information can be found at corporate or on instagram at corporate melanin millennial and I respond to all emails um, super quick I promise <laughs> Well, that's great. And so if you have anything else um, that you'd like to say, it's great. If you don't, I would just like to say thank you for coming on and interviewing with Millennial Thoughts, you know. And I'm sharing your expertise and just giving some people some motivation. And hopefully they check you out, you know, if y'all looking for jobs or y'all looking for the LinkedIn. And courses are coming soon. So because we need jobs out here to fund whatever we want to do and jobs that we're passionate about. Absolutely. I have... um, also i have three published ebooks they're all career development workbooks and they're all found on my website and they're all under $15 okay yay thank you you know we like stuff that we can afford (laughs) (laughs) but um yes thank you so much for um joining us and um hopefully you have a great day and everybody who's listening i hope you all have uh listened and you know are taking everything into account and make sure you follow her and also follow us on instagram at millennial thoughts pod have a great day bye bye